0: Hey, this is Siley, and you're tuned into the morning show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes.
1: Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and CHMAFM.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, July 14th. On today's show.
2: We don't have that kind of thing in in our terms of union for New Brunswick or Nova Scotia at all. So it's not a constitutional thing at all. So there's no constitutional issue that Higgs has or Houston has. That's just just hot air on their part.
1: Mount Allison politics professor Mario Levesque says the provincial premiers don't have a leg to stand on inciting the Constitution as the reason the federal government should fund 100% of the cost of protecting the Chignecto Isthmus. We'll hear from Levesque and the latest refusal from Dominic LeBlanc coming up shortly, right after some news and information briefs. Lafford Properties will not have to wait until August to find out if Council will approve their requested zoning changes. Tanchamar Council has scheduled a special meeting for next Wednesday, July 19th at noon to consider third and final reading of bylaw changes that will rezone a portion of 131 Main Street to R3, and then change the R3 zone to allow for buildings up to 65 feet in height. Under normal circumstances, the three readings of a bylaw amendment are spaced over two regular council meetings at least a month apart, but in this case, the meeting will happen just eight days after the first and second reading were passed. Mayor Andrew Black says Lafford requested the special meeting through the clerk's office on Wednesday afternoon. Council's procedural bylaw says special meetings are called by the mayor without any detail on what cause or reason the mayor might require. If and or when the amendments pass, John Lafford says he will be ready to start construction on the property almost immediately. Lafford estimates the construction phase could take 14 to 16 months to complete. That means a project starting this month could be completed by fall 2024. An open letter written by a Moncton based medical student is demanding that the federal and provincial governments launch an immediate investigation into unexplained neurological symptoms in New Brunswickers. James Paddle says that over the past eight years, over 200 people in New Brunswick have developed worrisome, atypical neurological diseases, and he thinks health officials should be looking into why. The letter calls for a politically independent public health investigation into the circumstances of these New Brunswickers and the collection of environmental data such as drinking water sources, including glyphosate, blue-green algaes, neurotoxin BMAA, and other pesticides. Paddle says the cases are spread across the province, including some in the Sackville and Tanchamar area. The letter comes less than four months after patients and their families, alongside members of the Provincial Green Party, issued a similar call for more research. CHMA hopes to bring you more on this story next week. It's shaping up to be a busy weekend in Dorchester with a new business opening its doors in the Village Square and a secret garden summer market happening at Ladysmith Manor. The Peep and Keep Ecotique will be opening in the lower part of the Bell Inn building right beside the Village Square. Owners Debbie wiggins Callwell and Cara Becker say the old time shop will celebrate Dorchester's unique coastal ecology and heritage in the Fundy biosphere. In a post on social media, Wiggins, Caldwell, and Becker promise hometown hospitality, coffee, vintage items, local art and handicrafts, and lots of bird and sandpiper items. The Peep and Keep Ecotique will be open 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. At the same time, over at Lady Smith Manor, a restored 27-room Georgian Manor at 22 Woodlawn Road, owner Miriam Andrews is hosting a third annual summer market. It's a ticketed event promising a unique selection of local artisans, summer treats, and what Andrews calls an unforgettable nostalgic experience inspired by the Secret Garden. The Secret Garden Market is happening Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. Now for today's main story. Federal Infrastructure Minister Dominic LeBlanc has responded to a threat from Premiers Blaine Higgs and Tim Houston who have said they will take the federal government to court over its refusal to fund 100% of the Chignecto Isthmus Protection Project. A spokesperson for LeBlanc says via email, It is inaccurate to pretend that the government of Canada has a constitutional responsibility to maintain the provincially owned highway that runs through the Isthmus, or to compare this situation to an article of Confederation negotiated by some other province at the time they joined Canada. That's a reference to the Premier's assertion that the Isthmus Project is similar to the Confederation Bridge Project, connecting New Brunswick and PEI. The statement goes on to say, It is unfortunate that Premier Higgs is threatening a legal battle, which would be a waste of time and public funds. Mount Allison politics professor Mario Levesque says there's a clear federal interest in maintaining the Isthmus, but agrees that the Premiers don't have a constitutional leg to stand on with their threat of court action.
2: In one sense, you could say it is kind of like a federal responsibility if you wanted to uh, in, the, in the fact that the highway that goes through is a uh, Trans-Canada highway, um, which is a federal responsibility. Also, uh, the railroad that goes through is, is a federal responsibility as well. And uh, then you've got the interprovincial electrical lines and gas lines and stuff. And while those aren't a, a, uh, owned by the federal government because they cross a provincial boundary, that's also uh, regulated by the uh, federal government. So, yes, the federal government has a definite interest in the uh, isthmus. Now, the other side of it, though, is the fact that there's also um, uh, a significant uh, interest there by the provinces. Uh, in terms of uh in, on the part of Nova scotia being uh, uh still connected to New Brunswick in here, and uh number one so they can get their goods and products off out of Nova Scotia and up to uh, uh central Canada and so on, or can get goods in as well um, they also have the cargo line there, so I mean there's a lot of jobs from the Halifax port that that depend on that rail line and the highway and stuff to get their cargo through, so there's a lot of jobs there as well. Um, from New Brunswick, again, um, probably a little bit less pressing, but, I mean, they would want to maintain the link there for the local community but also uh, uh, basically uh, um, just their main interest in terms of uh, good neighbors with Nova Scotia and, and the rest of things. There's no constitutional issue, though, in here, though. I know that's what Blaine Higgs is trying to say, and, and um, also uh, uh, Tim Houston, the premier of uh, Nova Scotia, because they say, you know, the federal government should fund the whole thing, just like they did the Confederation Bridge. The point of the Confederation Bridge, that it was in the terms of union of PEI, that this was the reason why PEI, one of the reasons uh, that lured PEI to join the rest of Canada and what we know today as Canada, you know, 100-odd years ago. Um, and so it was that fact that they had to have a uh, reliable, steady connection to the mainland. Uh, so that was a federal responsibility. So in exchange for the feds providing that, I would sign on and become part of Canada now that was 1873 we don't have that kind of thing in, in our terms of union for New Brunswick or Nova Scotia at all so it's not a constitutional thing at all so there's no constitutional issue that Higgs has or Houston has that's just that's just hot air on their part and what they're doing there is just playing politics to try to make it difficult on the provincial on on Dominic LeBlanc and Justin Trudeau, the federal Liberals, so they can gain some points uh, for Pierre Poilievre. That's all.
1: Oh, so so you think this is uh, like the, this is the PC premier's um, sort of wor- working in in concert with the federal conservative leader?
2: Yeah, I think so because I think they're whatever they can do they they won't win on this one, okay? Um but but it is what they're trying to do if they can throw some mud at the f- federal government for this and it benefits the uh the, uh, the federal conservatives, they're going to do it. Um, there's no question there. I don't think uh uh New Brunswick and Nova Scotia is going to get a better deal if it was a conservative federal government. Um, they're not going to get a better deal than half the half the cost to be paid up front and uh so it's uh it's uh from that perspective it's interesting so I mean for them what they do need to do is to get together um get a funding plan together and a a uh and, and get this thing built and get get to work because it'll be a multi year project it's not going to take one just one year or two it'll probably take three to f- five or seven years to build and 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 to do in here and uh so uh uh, they need to get their ducks lined up here and put together a package, and to say that uh, uh, for the economy of the Atlantic Canada number one, we need this in here, and we're going to partner with the federal government to do this.
1: So you're thinking they don't have much uh, hope in the in the the constitutional argument that they're uh, saying that they'll they're going to take it to the courts to have decided, but in terms of uh, you know the the sort of backdoor solution proposed in the letter seemed to be a two-thirds funding agreement from the federal government. What Do you have an assessment of their chances of getting two-thirds funding?
2: I think what it is is that the uh, Blaine Higgs and Tim Houston are concerned about cost overruns and who's going to pay for that, because the uh, Dominic LeBlanc has been clear right now. It's a one-time up to $200 million. Um, we're not covering any cost overruns or anything else like that because they're not ma- managing the project or anything else like that. The provinces are going to be ma- managing it. So it's up to the, to the provinces to make sure that uh, they, they uh, go on budget and, and, and make it work. Um, but the, prob- the provinces want uh, a, a blank check. Uh, for for any amount, and the federal government will never sign on to that. But I mean that constitutional argument, Blaine Higgs and stuff like, what a bunch of hot air! Like 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 I mean, that's just wasted space and wasted time. Um, surely his lawyers will have told him, don't bother going down that road. It's all a bluff. Um, but uh, I know how stubborn he is and gets into his head his own ideas but then he always backtracks and says oh well we'll go to a different direction and stuff like that i mean there's countless things that we can point to on 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 his uh... record uh, of him doing exactly that so rather than do that um, don't waste the taxpayers money and actually just, just get on with signing the contract and get get the work started
1: Now, the Atlantic Mayor's Congress had suggested that what we need is some sort of steering committee made up of representatives from, you know, all the levels of, I mean, all the different jurisdictions and maybe even some municipal leaders. In such a project that that sort of spans two provinces, is that like, have you seen something like that happen before? Is that a good idea, do you think?
2: Well, it depends on how they structure it. I mean, if they structure it with a typical government tendering contract, uh, not usually is that done i mean what the what they may do is hold public consultations at it or something like that, um, but then they they could turn around and uh, uh, tender the contract and then oversee the work and off they go, um, even when they built the confederation bridge, there was no uh, uh, there were, there was uh several different committees that formed part of that, but once they got down to what the plans were and everything else, um, you know there was no more public consultation or anything else like that, I mean there was a uh, uh, an environmental uh, individual that was there to monitor the uh, the construction during the process to make sure that it, all environmental laws and regulations were followed and that's good uh, but uh, you know there was no like public watchdog on it or anything else like that so so i don 't see that I mean you could go ahead and have that as far as the local governments being part of this thing and stuff I mean. People can be consulted on there, but, I mean, for them to have the actual say over the project or anything like that, I don't think that would happen. Um, if they want say in the project, then they got to put some money in the project. So if you don't have any skin in the game money-wise, then I don't I don't see you having much say in there. And the two people that have the big money in there, or the three, are the two provinces and the federal government. So so they, they can, um, uh, can form a committee if they want to. But I'm sensing from the existing federal funding programs, this is like a typical... Uh, transfer of funds from the federal government to the provinces to build something. So for example, they build a convention center um, or they build a uh I don't know a new water treatment plant in Moncton or something like that, okay? And they get federal funding. Well they don't form a steering committee with the public and the federal government has a representative on there to make sure everything's done properly and this and that. No. The town or the Moncton, the city of Moncton draws up the plans, here's what we want if the feds agree, fine, then they cut them a check. Here's our portion of the money. You guys carry out the plans and report back when you're done. I suspect this is the same thing on the table right here for the Isthmus project, is that you've got the plans, okay, it's going to cost X dollars, 400000000 million. We're going to cut you a check for $200 million. You guys go ahead and build it the way that you, your plans say you've got there. Um... So, so, but, but what the Blaine Higgs and Tim Houston want to do is to keep the federal government involved in this whole process throughout in case there's cost overruns because they don't want to have to shoulder the cost overruns. So, I mean, if Blaine Higgs can rack up $800 million budget surpluses multiple years in a row, why can't he run this project here that's only going to be $400 million and run it on budget or under budget, Mm. right? I mean, come on, Blaine, do your job. (laughs) <laughs> right
1: that's man allison politics professor mario Levesque speaking with chma on thursday a spokesperson for federal infrastructure minister Dominic leblanc has confirmed that the minister is denying the premier's request for full funding and threat of legal challenge and urging the provinces to apply for funding through a climate adaptation fund by july 19th That's it for Tanchemar Report for Friday, July 14th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening.
3: Hi, this is Dave. Hey, this is Adam. And we're from Revolution Rock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick.
4: And here is your Siege May Daily Weather Update. It is a big, beautiful blue sky here, looking into a wonderful afternoon that will be changing to a 30% chance of showers as the day progresses with a risk of thunder showers later this afternoon. Highs at twentieth, humid X is at 35, UV index is at 8 or very high. Tonight, you can expect it to be partially cloudy with a chance of showers and showers going into the late evening with a low of 17 tonight. Tomorrow, Friday, you can expect it to be sunny.
0: The Sackville Public Library is offering a summer reading club. As part of the club, you and your child can take part in chocolate bar bingo, story time, free play, crafts, and an outdoor secret mission. Parents must accompany their children during activities, and registration for activities should be done one week in advance. For more information, call the library at 506-364-4915 or visit the library's Facebook page at Sackville Public Library. Out and celebrate our beautiful province on New Brunswick Day on Monday, August seventh, at Bill Johnstone Memorial Park in Sackville, between one and three p.m. Enjoy live music, cake, Shinerama barbecue, musical chairs, face painting, and more. For more details, visit sackville.com/programs or Tantramar's social media pages at TantramarNB.
4: And you're all listening to CHME one hundred six point nine FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. welcome back and welcome back everyone welcome to the late morning show you're listening to chma 106.9 fm in sackville new brunswick i'm your host craig and i have i have a special special late morning show edition with amelia
2: hello and
4: hello. i have tessa hello good yeah. morning uh, good morning everyone Uh how are you
0: we're doing great yeah Yeah. it's
5: Friday it is last day of the week for the weekend you know
0: great sunny excited to actually be able to take advantage of the sun rather than looking at it through the blue (laughs) window
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah true Um, it's I'm, I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to just you know but the weather is, is, is not looking like you know let me let me just give you a rundown on f- what it says um, it says it's going to be a mix of sun cloud and 30% chance of showers late this afternoon with risk of a thunder shower.
0: oh yes. I didn't
4: know that yeah so let's let's enjoy it while we can
0: is it's it supposed to rain on the weekend, too?
4: Oh, yes. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, yes. maybe yeah. it's different in Halifax. Maybe it'll just I'll <laughs> run away, and it'll be sunny and <laughs> great there, and it won't be raining.
4: Yeah, may- maybe it's different. <laughs> we hope so. Yeah, we hope so.
0: for Max and my sake, I hope
4: so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How have you been? How's your summer been?
0: It's good. It's good. It's uh, weird being here um, in Sackville. It's my first Sackville summer, but yeah. uh, it's been... Pretty good so far.
4: It's pretty good so far, yeah. And you, Tessa? Yeah, it's been good. It's my second, I
5: guess, Sackville summer. But like, the summer was mainly in Sackville. Like last summer, I would like go around here and there. But yeah, it's yeah. been it's been nice. It's been just you know. I'll, it's kind of nice. All all my friends are here, so it's nice to just, like, hang out with them and not oh, yeah, yeah. be stressed with, with schoolwork and not be
4: able to do anything.
0: Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah, the schoolwork stress. Everyone, mm. everyone knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With
0: music, um, the schoolwork never ends. Even when I do have classes, oh, yeah? I still have my professor emailing me every couple of weeks wanting updates, so... <sighs> I That's still have school stress, unfortunately, but... Uh, right yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. He calls
0: oh no! Me, he okay. calls me like every two weeks, asking me
4: how I'm doing. <laughs> have you have you been practicing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I thought this is a chance to just you know, just not think about school. But I guess not. <laughs> I guess I'll not, not
0: think about school when I have my degree.
4: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 way That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and so we have a jam packed morning here. Yeah, it's currently 9 and I'll be back with, you know, some more uh, things. Some more things with my lovely, lovely guests. But coming up is Back Mistake by Lavish.
3: I found a home in a cold place. Your love was frozen, so why did I stay? Mr. Radio Man stabbed me with bicycles and skated all my blood to Jan. Even when you were toxic to me, even when Higher You made a big mistake They only speak on my voice.
6: with who I am I don't have time for anything that's gonna harm me It may be hard to understand Words have the power to empower or destroy me Now I'm looking in the inside now Claiming what I lost and found I'm on this journey Returning to the old me So I can face your lonely. Gotta fix the homie now Don't need no one to hold My words but with a pen All of the thoughts and sentiments That live inside my head Forgive my pain, I'm born again I'm in the mood to love Every single part of me Wanna go to a place I could breathe Got no cash, stripped away, sell a fee Meant to be, find a way, always be I believe It's all because you let me down When it turned to pain, home. All those dreams you sold me me. I can't be the whole dream now You only want the old me So I can fix your lonely